This episode of Ben the Knee is brought to you by our Bannermen, Lord Jason of House Ross, Sir Jimmy of House Nuts, Master of the Web, Lady Don of House Wright, Sir Chris of House Farber, Sir John of House Frey, Lady Kira of House Arnold, Sir Peter of House Whittingham, Sandy the Dragon, Blood of Queen Daenerys, and Lady of Jameson, Lord Brett of House Fry, Lady Juliana of House Stradley, Sir David of House Fraser, Lady Liz of House Hendricks, Sir Matthew of House Perry. This episode of Ben the Knee is protected by Lady Amanda of House Richardson, Sir Ryan of House Turbush, Lord Robert the Unfrozen of House Butler, Lord Paramount of Skagos Island, Lady Sarah the Unraveler, Lady Raj, Mistress of Horse. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Butt Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful, and we have a special episode for you today. Sir Matt and I have been, uh, we've been deep into our musings. Yeah, man, we have been, we kind of changed the way we do that over on Patreon. We just did, we've recorded three, I think we've released at least certainly one of, we've released two so far. Yeah. Okay. Um, and these are just big. We just we're just picking one subject, and we're just kind of going with it. We you know it's it's kind of unlike our dream green dreams we see on Patreon that we've done more often, where we are like that's more of like a statement, right? Or more of like here's like what I would consider sort of like a scientific like hypothesis. This is more of kind of like our rabbit hole going down, you know, just talking about it kind of stuff. And we did one on Stannis. We did one on kind of. Really, the ghost of High Heart kind yeah, of led us yes, into da- Daenerys a little bit. Uh, Jon Snow, we did Fire Whites, Cold Whites. Right, stuff like that. Yeah, so we so we did some of those over on Patreon. Um, and we're going to do it today about a subject, you know, it's a, it's, you know, I, I always go back to that one. We got an iTunes review where somebody said, and I to me, it's still the best iTunes review I ever got. It was like a four out of five star. And the guy said, you know, I really like the podcast, but I think it's just a little repetitive because mm-hmm. they tend to focus on. Lady Stoneheart, their favorite, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know I always think about that, and I think sometimes um, one, it was just kind of where we were, right? And a lot of these characters haven't been introduced yet, and stuff like that. But so the this is actually it, it's well in, in a way it's kind of it's going to be some characters, it's more of an institution that uh, man we've I don't think we've really honest to God ever talked about. I mean yeah, ever, right? Exactly. And I'll tell you this, and I have to give a shout out to um, <clears throat> Lord Jason. Of House Ross, yeah, not me, Sir. Jason. Let me make sure I get that Lord Jason shout out to him. Uh, he corrected me on the Facebook group there. I was like flying uh, around and I accidentally misused his title. It was hilarious. Uh, and he said though that like this is sort of one of the things that he fell in love with um, in regards to like the podcast is when we used to do like Follow Up Friday, mm-hmm. and it stretched us. And I'm glad we did that though because it actually caused you and I to think about in, in a reread. You do get kind of caught up in the where you're at right in a big series too you're way back here at the beginning and you're very familiar with those events but you're not you know it's been a while since you've been at the at the end of the story so follow-up friday always helped stretch us and then the show was there and so we were speculating and looking at the differences and that's been two years ago right so anyway this is this is really cool and i'm, I'm really uh happy to do this and it's what sir matt has said in the past just turn the mics on because we're already uh, going down these rabbit holes, there's no reason not to show people the the thought process and to show you guys that it's, 
you know, even the creators that you see on YouTube or on Reddit or wherever, this is what they do, man. They mm-hmm. go down here and they try to figure this this stuff out. Our musings are over an hour over on, on Patreon. So check <laughs> yeah, those out. The new those ones, are, yeah, but kind of the new format. There will be three up by the time this. Exactly. Lands, so, so some, there may be, there's, we're going to be doing probably some searching and stuff. Like, in a way, it's kind of what we did on Fallout Friday because you go back and we were doing that stuff on the fly. We get those in. Hey, throw, we're throwing it in the yeah. show and then we just go. So, <clears throat> right. um, so anyway, who we're talking about today is the Iron Bank. I mean, I honestly, I don't think we've ever talked about them. Yeah, not really. Ever. In no. the two to three years we've been I doing this podcast, for, I don't think we've ever talked about them. I, I would say one time, I actually th- one time believe we got a Raven uh, about Stannis, and it was about Tycho, and it had him, it had him mentioned. Right. But I think when we covered it, we just kind of said, I'll ah, just skirt around that. We're not going to go. Because I actually, at that point, hadn't read all the Winds of Winter right. chapters. And I have now. But um, so, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. The Iron Bank is not something we, we bring up a lot. And it is rather interesting and very much something that is it's a big deal. It is. And and well, I it not it hasn't they haven't been a big deal yet, but I think they're going to be in the future. So. Um. Here, I'll just go over. Just, just go over a little bit. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, Iron Bank, obviously the the main bank of Bravos, right? And um, you know, it's one of the wealthiest banks in the known world, and often lends monies to outsiders. Um, you know, archons, triarchs, and lords of the Seven Kingdoms. The bank is famous for its discretion and secrecy. A common saying amongst the Bravosi is, "The Iron Bank will have its due." Okay. Damn straight they will. Yeah, I mean, so they are one of the, you know, the most powerful entities in Bravos, right? I think when we think of Bravos, we typically think of, oh, the faceless men. Or, and then you think of, you know, Sirio Pharrell, right? And like the water dancers. Yes. Um, but then, uh, you know, the Iron Bank is there as well. And in the books so far, we don't even, where we're at in our, in our reread, haven't really talked about them. And they end up coming up, um, you know, roughly they, they're, they're involved kind of with Cersei because we know that, hey, uh, Robert Baratheon spends all of the coin, uh, and we owe a huge debt to the Iron Bank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the show and the book kind of go in a different direction, similar but different. In the show, Stannis goes to the Iron Bank to try and hire to get money to hire sellswords. And they kind of give them a run around and they say, they kind of explain who they are, right? Well, we like to back people that we think are going to win, um, you know, and all of this stuff. We make very calculated decisions and they kind of begrudgingly end up kind of saying, okay, you know what? And then they kind of do offer him uh, a loan. And then later we know Cersei owes the money, uh, which she ends up paying back. Right. Remember, they go to High Garden. Uh, yeah, Tyrells. Right, yeah. the Tyrells. When when Danny tries to take uh, Casterly Rock, they get there. It's empty, and because they were all at they were all at High Garden. Yeah, it's almost like they make it seem like the alliance between the show between House Tyrell and them. It's like we don't have to we don't have to front all the money. You know, they, exactly. they're they're wealthy and can help bear the burden or share the load or whatever you call it. Um. So yeah, very different though. <laughs> yeah, totally different. See now in the books, uh, the Iron Bank comes over. To find Stannis mm-hmm. to try and work with him because the crown owes them a bunch of money, right? So it's yeah. in in it ends up being similar, but it's different. I mean, there's a, there's a big difference between you know me getting money from me going and saying, "Hey, man, can I borrow five bucks?" You know, or whatever, or like you know coming to me and being like, "Hey, 
you know, I want to pay you to do something totally different. You know what I mean? Totally different scenario, right? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. So the, one of the first times, um, we have this, so after you got the clash of Kings, you got the rebellions going on in, in Westeros, then really, uh, we see, I think it's, I think it's, uh, Naho, I think mm-hmm. shows up and he's from the iron bank and he goes to meet with Lord, Lord, uh, Giles, uh, Rosby. And they put him, he puts him off for six times. Like he meets with him six times and on the seventh time. He's going to meet with Cersei Lannister and she says, maybe you should go back to Lord Giles for a seventh time. And yeah. it pisses him off because she's like, it's a, it's a holy number in Westeros. Maybe that seventh time, um, Rosby will be able to figure out where the coin is and how he can pay back. And actually she says, just when this is over, we're in a rebellion. We're not going to deal with you right now. And I will say that if you're the Iron Bank, this is the perfect time to come knock on the door and check in and say, hey, we didn't get the payment last month or the month before. What's going on? And it's like, yeah, they know that they're in rebellion, right? But what if, if all of a sudden they're going to be taken taken under and they're sitting on the, on the, on the Iron Throne, Cersei, the Lannisters, whoever, then you want to figure out who can we put there? Who, who can we wheel and deal with that will also take up this debt? You know, because the bank doesn't want to, if they can find somebody else to move it over to Stannis or, uh, you know, what if, if, if Rob Stark would have lived, I mean, maybe does he take it on? All, all that kind of stuff. You're trying to make those alliances. And that's what they say. The Iron Bank will have its due. They're going to, if you're not going to pay, we'll find somebody who, who's willing, more ambitious than you, who is not in a seat of power, who it, when we offer them to take some of that debt or, or promise to pay it back. Once they have an agreement too, an agreement has been struck. Right. So we will back you. You still have to win the war, Stannis. You still have to do X, Y, and Z, but uh, we're going to back you to some degree. You're agreeing to take on some of this debt. Iron Bank's in good, you know, they're in good, uh, that's a good deal for them. Right. So, cause otherwise you, you just lose all your money. Just right. be gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it seems, it seems like they don't just, okay, I mean, you, it's not like, oh, hey, they just step in and say, okay, well, this guy didn't pay us. Kill him. It's, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to then prop up somebody else. Yes. Now they'll owe us money. Right. And then they get what they want, and then so they end up making twice as much. And Cersei's still right? indebted. Like the agreement, right. like whatever the Iron Throne owes, if Cersei wins, we're still, okay, The that you still owe us money. And you said that you were going to pay when the rebellion is over. So even if they back Stannis, Cersei's still going to pay that back. Uh, if she doesn't, that's when I think you bring in things like the Faceless Men. Right. That's where I think they do have a partnership. And I, oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I think stuff is uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting that they have these agents out there. And yeah, so, so we can talk about the connection between uh, those guys just a little bit. But just, I guess, as a rehash as to where we are in, in the books, um, Tycho has showed up. To so he's at first in a dance with dragons. He's sent to the wall to negotiate the payment of the of the debt for the Iron Throne um, that that Stannis owes. And well, with Stannis, it's it's actually Robert Baratheon's debt, but it was passed on to his air quote sons. Uh, and since they're not paying, as we said, they're coming up here. So he comes to East Eastwatch by the Sea. He's got three ships, and then he travels to Castle Black uh, with Queen Selyse. Jon Snow negotiates with him for a loan to purchase food for the winter and the use of his ships for a voyage. So they're making a, you know, a deal. And he's also trying to figure out hard home, all of that, right. uh, uh, you know, stuff as well. John's, John's, uh, it's kind of 
timely it's a you know timely thing um the night's watch provides Tycho with guides to reach stannis who has left castle black so he travels down to uh deepwood uh where he pays lady um sybil glover right a ransom for six iron men now this is there's tons of theories about this actually um just in that like he's he's collected these iron men uh Christopher, right he's got fingers uh grim tongue he's got he's got several rook right uh the ironborn escort Tycho as he goes through the snow towards Winterfell looking for Stannis the king is not there but Tycho finds Moore's umber outside the gates with some green boys we know um that's that's uh crow food who's out going around winterfell sounding the horn making everyone think stannis is there and you know mance raiders inside and and um oh theon reek is running out with jane pool and all that kind of stuff right uh, and actually he does take theon and jane pool with him uh who were with moors and they after their escape they they head over they head over and they eventually find stannis's camp at um in in, in a crofter's village so this is also i guess when we muse about this one, right. one thing you and I said is that it's another little dynamic. This will tie into amusing that we posted on Patreon, which is we talked all about Stannis and the battle of the bastards and how it's not going to happen. There is no such thing as the battle of the bastards. Almost. I, that's I, I'm driving I mean, towards almost a, I don't think it seems, that's happening. It seems, it seems like of, of all the of like huge events that happen in the show. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of things that have to happen to get us there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, anyway, um, so with Stannis, and I guess when you think about the Iron Bank backing him and him striking some 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 agreement, uh, he has actually sent Justin Massey to go get the sellswords. He's trying to hire some more swords and stuff um, to escort him back. He's taking Tycho back to the Castle Black with, air quote, Arya, Jane Poole. And so that's showing good favor there to John. Also, then, when once Arya goes there, what if John is resurrected? Why in the world would he come? I mean, the only reason you would come back to Winterfell is to take it, and Stannis is already working on taking it. What is he? Right. You know, unless Stannis is defeated, but then it's just Winterfell. You know, none of your sisters or your family are actually in danger there. The Boltons just have it. You know, like there's less temptation for him to come down, and he's already been taken out. The Pink Letter maybe did cause you know his death or or whatever, and maybe it is bringing the Wildlings further south to support Stannis. Who knows? That was a whole another thing that we got into, but. There's so much <laughs> it oh god here's the thing here, here here's the thing so multiple times i think i think we're being stannis is being built up here quite a bit and we do think he's going to win maybe early but by the end of a winds of winter something tragic could happen because it just i don't know george is hinting at all these things that seem to be working for him uh, but at the same time it's just got so many layers, man, because he looks desperate. They're hungry. They're starved. It's winter, you know, and what we saw on the show is they're desperate enough to possibly sacrifice um, Shireen, which is, right. again, she's at the wall. Which seems likely in the books. I mean, that's... that's yeah, that, yeah that, that, but I think it's for a different reason. I don't know that it's going to be to help Stannis. Right. I think it's going to be maybe to help the wall or to resurrect Jon Snow. We right. talked about that. Uh, waking dragons from stone. Um, so... It's looking bad for him, but yet then everyone who looks at it and looks at these theories, they say, well, Manderley's going to betray the phrase. The phrase are falling into the pits. Lord uh, Ram or Ramsay Bol Bolton is, is, is rushing out, and Stannis could possibly beat those individuals, but still might be kept outside of Winterfell. 
He's saying things to Justin Massey like, you may hear that I have died, but he's also being backed by the Iron Bank now and maybe getting more support. And if they want to prop him up and have him take the debt, it seems like you could go either way. It is a coin toss, I guess, right now, like as to what's going to happen with Stannis. It looks like he's going to be, he's going to win a few battles. We know he's a seasoned battle commander, but what, for what I saw on the show, he didn't turn out to be, his thread does end. And so it's like, where does it end and how does it end? So right now we're just thinking about the immediate sort of events in Winds of Winter. I think initially you and I agree he's going to beat the phrase. The yeah. Manderleys probably are going to betray or ally with Stannis. Some people think it's going to be a Trojan horse, horse situation where the Karstarks who were going to betray Stannis and he caught them. He caught Lord Karstark and he set them aside. Some people think they may dress those Karstarks up in Frey uniforms and go marching back Trojan horse style and say, we have Stannis and march right into freaking, you know, Winterfell and, and take over. But at what point does his thread end? And I, I even said to you, I thought, you know, uh, and this has turned into a Stannis discussion. I'm going to take it back to the Iron Bank in a second. But, well, it's, um, it's connected. I mean, it's yeah, because okay, yeah. that's, that's the whole, you know, but then then Brienne is going to I think she's the one who ends this. I think it ends with her. I, I think yeah. going clear back to the beginning, like she made a vow to kill him. I kind of, I kind of feel like that's gonna, what we're gonna see that happen. She's gonna either give him the, I don't know, she's gonna fight him or she's gonna kill him or maybe she'll find him dead and she'll hear his last words like she does in the show, um, or 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 something like that. But it is starting to turn out that the Iron Bank is going around, and you know what could you would you know what could be crazy is you remember on the in the Clash of Kings we had all these different powers and all these different pieces on the. On the board moving, you had Renly, you had Stannis, you had Rob. Um, you got the Greyjoys doing their thing. The Lannisters are doing their thing. The Vale's just sitting there chilling. What you could have in this second wave, we talked about George kind of doing right. things in waves. You could have the Iron Bank actually meeting with, maybe we've just seen, and really, we've just seen the beginnings of this. You know, we've seen them show up in King's Landing in A Feast for Crows. Then in a dance, they show up and they're looking for Stannis. Now, in Winds of Winter, they're with Stannis, but he's left. Where else is are there other um, envoys who are going to go meet with Danny or right. other you know young Griff? It's like do you do you strike a bargain and say hey, look we'll back you uh, we'll, we'll even give you more support or you go to Dorne or whoever and you say we'll support you in in taking King's Landing if you take on Roberts that 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 throne owes a debt a huge debt a huge debt to the Iron Bank. Right. So, and one of the things I want to point out is, you know, we talked. We, I've I've said this before. Um, you know, when you, we look at okay, where do we end in wins, or not issues? Where do we end in uh, Dance of Dragons going forward? Is what can the show kind of teach us? Right. You know, said it before. Hodor, we think that's definitely happening. Other stuff, I'm a little loose. Yeah. Um, Dorn. I mean, you can read interviews and stuff like that where they're like, eh, Dorn. They kind of drop that arc, right? They just kind of drop it. Like it's. Yeah. Eh, but you want to talk about the arc that gets dropped the most? It's the Iron Bank. I mean, they show up and then they're just you forget about them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's not going to be the case in the books. Uh, the Iron Bank, right? They're just getting started, not getting right. finished. I mean, they're, the Iron Bank is just getting started in their involvement in Westerosi politics, and you know, there's the other, there's that other group too, the Faith. Right? Do they strike a bargain with them? I mean. You there's a lot of key players surrounding King's Landing. I mean, getting closer and closer of people that are um, going to be detrimental to a potential Cersei rule. Uh, and it's not like a Sept of Baylor situation, right? Which okay ends the faith in the show, right? The Sept of Baylor ends the faith, 
um, kills Kevin Lannister, mm-hmm. who's in the books gone already. But yeah. and that's a bit a problem, not a solution. Like you know, um, and then also, uh, you know, it, it kills most of the Tyrells. Pretty much, pretty much, kind of ends and ends of the Tyrells. To, to be entirely honest. Um, so it's like, if you blow up one envoy, you know, let's say Tycho goes down there. Right. And for some reason he's there, whatever you do this at the Baylor or something like that. I mean, you know, killing one person from the iron bank, the iron bank's not going to go away. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic going forward, uh, and seeing how it is that they play. Cause they're going to back somebody and they, from everything we hear about their reputation is they pretty much back who's going to win. Yeah. Or their involvement is pretty much going to cause somebody to win. So it'd be re- it's going to be interesting if they back Stannis. I mean, they have to know Stannis is going to go fight Ramsey Bolton. And it seems like they know just about everything. Like their oh, yeah, knowledge, they, they know everything. So right. I'm sure that they know or know quickly, all right, hey, you know, Stannis is going to go fight Ramsey Bolton, Ramsey Snow, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and do, obviously, I don't think they think he's going to lose. So that should be another thing also in his favor because... Right, you've got it. You've got to consider that. I mean, exact. No, no. So I, I, I totally hear you. I think they have agents. I think they have people who are out in Westeros and in Essos who know where the debts are owed, and they're to people in power. And you're when that, when that, um, if you've backed that individual, then and they owe you money, you have an interest, right? You're, you're yeah, it's an investment. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're one of making you want to make sure they're protected, they're doing well or whatever. So, yeah, when Robert Baratheon is killed, essentially, um, they're they're gonna they're going to know about that. They're gonna send their agents out to try to investigate and figure it all out. Now, let me take you back to the first book, A Game of Thrones, when Varys. Remember the whole riddle um, about like where does power, you know, where does it actually right? Uh, who has the power, right? So the king, the priest, the rich man, um, who lives, who dies. Uh, who will the swordsman obey, right? So it's this riddle that he kind of poses to, to Tyrion. And the idea is you're, it's, it's like where, some say that you know, knowledge is power. Some tell us that all power comes from the gods. Others say it derives from laws. And it's like really, and you know, Littlefinger believes it's coin, it's money, right? And then you have other people like the High Sparrow uh, who believe it's the gods or it's Melisandre who believes it's, you know, that's where you get, power comes from the gods and that's what's going to rule out and the maesters and the citadel would believe it's wisdom uh and and science and you know things like that but it's like where it's wherever you put your belief in where do you believe the power is in and that's that's where those people are going uh, you know to to back that individual and if you're going to pay i mean gosh you you could be a king right and say that the seven you're anointed or you're whatever you're during your coronation blessed by uh, the High Septon, you're you're now king. the The gods are backing you. You're in the gods' favor and all that kind of stuff. But if a rich man comes in with a bunch of cells, you paying cell swords and stuff, um, then you know they could they could take that individual out. I mean, it's it's like I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that money is this other big piece of all this. We always talk about the gods, R'hllor, the Great Other, the Seven, all the gods from Essos and stuff like that. And then we talk about um, the maesters a lot, and the citadel, and the knowledge, and how do you kill dragons? Is there something going on there? Um, the faceless men and their their assassination guild, like, like what you know, who's who's backing them? And behind all of it, what makes Littlefinger so interesting is money, 
And if you have the money and you're going to support people and you're going to give, if you're going to put bread, if the Iron Bank comes in and puts bread in everyone's stomachs in King's Landing, then whoever they're saying you should follow, you're going to follow. Absolutely. Because that guy's feeding. Them. That's that's what Tyr- that's the argument Tyrion makes with young Griffin. We've heard before, right, too, with like, uh, is it with does somebody make it with Danny too? Where Danny's early on, where Danny's talking about there are still people that fly the Targaryen banner, right, mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just this idea that well, you just get over there, you start winning some people, and people are quickly going to start being like, okay, well, no, I'll support this person, I'll right. support this person, I'll support this person. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's exactly. So you know, the weird thing is, is that uh, if you have, gosh, I mean. It does just depend. So, so like if you're Danny, you come in and you liberate people, and you see magical, you know, dragons and fire, and you see that she's sort of, rep- you know, maybe represents magic or whatever. Then you're then you're a believer in that. You're a believer in that she's the mother of dragons, and she's Khaleesi, and she's all these things, and you exalt her because she did something to benefit you. But once she goes away, um, who's coming next? You know, is is it some rich king? Is it some rich man? Is it some holy man? who's got them persuaded. So I don't know. It just, to me, the Iron Bank is going to play, it seems like in the second half of this, uh, or final third, I guess, of, of George's series, you're going to see how money plays a role. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like we've been building and building towards like this big showdown between R'hllor and the others and all this kind of stuff. But yet, George is saying, underneath all of that, we've got a lot of money moving around. Uh, which is moving some of the pieces on the board and is backing people, and that's the politics to it and, and whatever. So I just think it's, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. It's it's going to be interesting to see where we go forward. I mean, it's, it's just it's just GERT, right? It's the waves in that I think people just forget, right? Because they uh, the show's kind of tainted us, right? And then Young Griff's, Young Griff's arc is... Just get started. Even Stannis isn't even Stannis isn't even really introduced until book two. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, right. So, it, I mean, maybe his maybe his arc is just about to end, but maybe not. I mean, yeah, no, maybe I, not. Right. I mean, I it's mean, like Dorne too. Dorne is Dorne is a player, right? I mean, Dorne is just getting started. The Iron Bank is just getting started. Mm-hmm. Young Griff is definitely just getting started. Yes, he I is. Mean, just getting started. Well, yeah, one of the things we talk about in Amusing that you guys can find on Patreon, again, is the, is the fact that we believe he... I, I believe he will take King's Landing. 100%. Yeah. I think he's going to take it. I think Cersei's going to go to Casterly Rock. I think they're out. I think... And, and that's not something that people talk about a lot, nor do people... Well, in the show, she he, was, he just He just wouldn't like, introduce a character like that. Yeah. Unless unless it's all about John Connington. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, well, okay, the young Griff dies, and then we go from there. I mean, but... Yeah, exactly. It could be. And that could be the thing is that we might that, that, that right. I mean, so like with Rob, what we should have known about with Rob is that we were watching Rob through another character's point of view. Right. Uh, his mother, Catelyn. And Same thing with young Griff. Yeah, He's exactly. Tyrion's exactly. eyes and John. So Cullen's that character eyes. is up for who who knows what. Right. But and so it's almost like John Connington is more important, really, to us in, in, in some ways, or, or tier, the people around him, Ariane, right, right, who's going there, Ariane Martell is headed there and will probably uh, secure a marriage alliance or something um, for, 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 for Dorne, for House Martell. But um, one thing I wanted to mention about the Iron Bank, though, is, the, I think this is interesting, that the people in uh, Jon Snow makes that joke, remember this, when he shows up at the Wall, um, he makes a joke about dragons, you know, and they, and it's, uh, I forget what uh, Tycho says to him, but it's, he's really almost pissed and gives him a very typical 
bravosi response in that like they don't deal with dragons they do but they're very anti-dragon because supposedly all of those uh bravosi are from they were slaves or they have origins back to slaves who were in valyria right and they called out to the god of death um who came and, and gave them and you know, freed them whatever and that's why you have like this order of faceless men right there's, there's the origins are that they were the slaves or the oppressed from the valyrian army and so perhaps they're maybe interested in um it would it would actually be really interesting to see if, if they had something to do with like with the Mad King and his demise and, and even like Heron Hall and, and Robert Baratheon, like was there other funding and stuff going on there? Had they had enough of it? The, did they see a chance where in which you could bring the Targaryens low? Because regardless of whether you've got money or you've got these gods or you think you have the power of the gods or whatever, the Targaryens at one point had dragons and that trumped everything right right that was the thing so now that they're gone they've died out and stuff if you're the citadel you're seeing an advantage we can get our maesters in there we can start bringing uh, you know bringing us to a new age of enlightenment and science and get away from magic uh and then we all can have a role in that uh or if you're the iron bank you're saying well okay dragons have died out here we're done messing with the targaryens because we never were very fond of them anyway uh knowing their origins and just the issue that they had with valyria so I thought that was interesting. That's, that's something to kind of think about. And whether why would they choose to maybe back or negotiate more with uh, uh, Cersei or Stannis or someone else over a young Griff um, character? Now, the other interesting thing is like Illyrio and Varys, who being from Essos and being... I don't... I, I still don't think that, you know... Young Griff, and that's all for debate, right? Whether he actually is a Targaryen and 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 all of that, and would that would that really matter? Uh, is is another thing. So I don't know. I guess I'm just saying when you look at um, would they ever approach him? Would they approach him as they did Stannis and see if he's he's you know someone that they could back and support on the Iron Throne? It depends on whether or not he can beat Mace Tyrell in the field. He says he's going out there. Uh, Aegon Targaryen, young Griff, is going to go out there and face Mace on the field because he will not stay in Storm's End, and he doesn't want to be, yeah, you know, he doesn't want to be called a coward or whatever. He wants to win a few battles and maybe even see if he can take King's Landing for Daenerys. So that's that's what's kind of going on there. But you, you get what I'm saying, like with the Iron Bank and how like would they want to? They're less likely to back a Targaryen if they unless they have to. That's the big thing, if right. we, and you know, and that's the. Do they not see Daenerys coming? You know, like they're over there backing Stannis and all this stuff. Did they set up something with Varys and Illyrio? And I see, I don't know because with with Danny, it's kind of like you know, Robert and everyone's freaking out. No yeah. one sees it coming. Robert and everyone are freaking out early on, but everyone else is like, "Oh my god!" Like the Dothraki have never once crossed the sea, right? And then it's like, okay, well, she's still marching around um, Essos, right? I mean, and it's been, you know, I mean, that's one of the things with the show is we were like, my God, when is she ever going to get to Westeros? Right? Like, we're just over here. We're doing this stuff. It takes forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, and in the book, she's still not, she's still got to get, she's still got to get an army, which she may get with her Dothraki here. And she's got to get boats and she's got to go back to Marine. And then she's got to sail over. And then we've got to see what does the situation look like in order for her to possibly, take over yeah yeah for sure i guess yeah I, i'm thinking because danny is kind of the curveball and, and no one really you didn't know what what to believe and and, and all of that i mean look at how much trouble that we are we're having getting information from M marine 
over to Dorn. I think the Iron Bank might be more informed about what's happening over there than we are over here in Westeros, so they probably right. have a little bit more insight. Do you? Um, I mean, but, it, do you think yeah. Cersei survives to the end? No. I. It's just. It's just hard. I, I think it's hard to. Think. I mean, I think she gets way far. I. I think she gets through Winds of Winter. I think it's just hard, but, man. I mean, especially right now because you don't. It's you know, in the show, it was kind of in the show. Like, okay, here's where here's where we were at roughly the same time. Yeah, and you get to the Dance of Dragons. She's really just got the Faith, you know, the Tyrells. Yep. Uh, not that the, not that the Ty the Tyrells aren't necessarily detrimental to her, but if she has an opportunity to take them out and get them away from Tommen, yeah. she does, and then she's she's in charge. Charge, right? Yeah. Um. And still, even show Cersei. I don't know. Ultimately, that she wanted Tommen to kill himself. Like, I don't think that was. It, oh no, 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 no. no yeah. He yeah. just does, and then I think she doesn't. At that point, she's not thinking of her her consequences. One at one point, Jamie talks about how rash she is, and that she she has um that justice in her eyes sometimes is a little bit uh, right, yeah. you know off. Like her right, yeah. idea of justice. Um. So, you know, I mean. Okay, so you got that. John and Sansa are building an army to go fight Ramsey Bolton, right? Stannis is done. Uh, in the show? In the show. Yeah. Yeah, in, in the show. So, okay, they're, like, way far away. Danny is still way far away. Um, and then you have Dorne, which doesn't really do a whole lot. I mean, she's upset with them, but Dorne is like, well, we're going to sit around and wait. And then, the, you know, so... In the it, right now, though, uh, totally different. Totally different. She's not. It doesn't look good for her at all. You have the Iron Bank because the Iron Bank isn't just. There's not even a factor right. in 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 there. Okay, you have the Iron Bank. You have the Faith. She's still dealing with. Yep. Um. You have Young Griff, right? Yes. <laughs> you have you have knocking an, on the door. Yeah. You almost. Have, you have potentially a tar, you have potentially right a Targaryen coming over whose plans are to marry Daenerys. Mm -hmm. Uh. So that's bad. You have uh, Sansa and the Knights of the Vale just hanging out. Right. They're not. It's not. Sansa's arc so different. I mean, she may go north. Oh, you got that. You got that going gosh. on. You know what I mean? Like, she's just. Sansa's, Sansa's just hanging out. Like, dude. And Baelish and all that stuff. Like, uh -huh. all that stuff. Still, you still got that. Lady Stoneheart's hang like still out there. I know, you know, she's smaller, yeah, yes, smaller, yeah. you know, threat, whatever. But she's going after Jamie. Right, right. Um, you, the 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 Hound and Clangane Bowl could still happen because you take out your champion. Yeah, uh, and you know uh, some other big difference is Ver like Varys. Big difference. Varys just killed Kevin Lannister. Absolutely, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a huge. Yeah, Not Cersei. Varys uh -huh. yeah. does. Yes, Varys kills Kevin and Lannister. Listen, yeah, and his whole his whole spiel is about oh he's coming. Yeah, he's, com he's right. coming. My plans are in motion. You see, yeah. what's actually crazy to me is that you see Varys's hand revealed almost before you see Littlefinger's. Right, which ma which makes me think that Littlefinger has even a bigger role, something else right. coming. You know, but you do get that glimpse of he talks about young Griff and how he is more prepared to rule than anyone. I mean, he's you know he has he knows what it's like to be hungry he knows what right. it's like to listen to the people you know crying and begging for food and he he can hunt gather he can speak different languages i mean he is bragging about his boy right. and and that what they he and illyrio have have set up right and is very very much the master of whisperers see hi you know here's the thing right. when you want to start whispering the name targaryen around some of those like house dairy in different places right. and look for those targaryen supporters varus knows who they are Right. And he and, knows who to call on when right. it comes to Kingsley. And you know something else to consider. 
uh, in the show, when Arya comes back over, she runs into Hot Pie, she runs into those Lannister guards, and she jokes, oh, I'm going to go kill the queen. And they start laughing, right? Yeah. But then, you know, she ends up finding out, well, oh, well, the Starks took Winterfell back. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, then she's going to go back to Winterfell. She yeah. goes back to Winterfell. Well, what's to say? You hear me out on this. Yeah, I don't. Sansa's character should be a character. You know, in the show, I love her arc. I love that she ends up being Queen of the North. Yeah. Take over and all that stuff. Um, what's to say uh, that Sansa doesn't die? I hope it doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. But what's to say Sansa yeah. doesn't die? And then it's actually Arya who ends up becoming Queen of the North. Uh-huh. And then Arya is not the younger, more beautiful queen that kills Cersei because mm-hmm. she is on her list. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That you No, know, that all of that is is I think up it's, there. It's, it's potential. It's it potential. Could happen. Let me give you another one. So I'm sure some I'm sure there's some Arya. people there's are some, raging. There's some Arya fans out there like I would love. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But because Arya, I, don't I love think, Arya. I don't I, I don't think, know that Arya Arya. I don't think Arya is going to do the kill all the phrase. Yeah, no, because that it, may happen. But, that may happen beforehand. And, and one of the things and I love this, I love what George does here is that Arya has her list, but sometimes those people just die by circumstance or right. for whatever randomly, or she kills them. You know what I mean? Right. So you're sort of like, okay, who on the list is she actually going to get the satisfaction of killing? Right. It's <laughs> crazy thing to say, but it is what it is. When you were talking earlier, I guess I'm going to go into this just a little bit uh, in, in in more detail, and it's something we cover in with Baelish and Sansa. Baelish and Sansa, but also Ariane and Young Griff. Right, yeah. So hear me out. We at once did a theory about the possibility that based on the tourney at Ashford Meadow back in the Young or the uh, Duncan Egg series, series yeah. there's that theory that Sansa will be betrothed or married to this, it's the like, champions. It, right, of yeah, that. It, yeah. It's like a champion to that tourney because you look at the people and it's like, and it just goes and it, it just lines up with the people that she's been betrothed to, yeah, right? Almost like in order. And so and it's everything. like in order. Yeah. And I forget, but I know, I know it ends with like a Targaryen. Yeah. But yeah. it starts with like, I think it's, who's the first person she's Barat- betrothed to? It's a Baratheon. It's like a Baratheon, mm-hmm. Joffrey. Then mm-hmm. it's like a Lannister, Tyrion. And then it just, and then like, I think maybe a, like she, at one point, a Tyrell, right? Considered with a ty- Yeah. Yeah. And so it just kind of, it goes to, I don't know how to have the list in front of me. Like but. Harold Harding is actually like a hard, right. it, that's the one where people were like, hold, hold on a second. This Let's go look here. all the, like, who is yeah. this, you know, Harry the Air type of guy. And now she's betrothed that's possibly like, to him. By the way, that is like that's, such ridiculous next level on Gurr. Yeah, it is. It's like, it really is. It's it, like, hold on a sec. You know what? I'm going to have her line. It's like, that would be that? wild. I don't know if that's like, is that coincidence or what is that? But like, uh, anyways, the, no, I, 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 there's nothing no, is yeah. with him. Nothing is with me. I don't know. So, but to me, we, we had this whole theory built up that possibly, and it's not ours. Other people, this is way before us. Uh, we, we read it, came across it. I think one of you know, our listeners probably sent it to us. And it was the idea that maybe her final betrothal or whatever would be to, would a, be Targaryen. to a Targaryen. So what I'm thinking is, Ariane and Ariane Martel, I, I I'm totally convinced is going to go find John Connington. She's going to try to make an alliance. And just to recap for everyone, House Dorn, or I'm sorry, uh, Dorn House Martel is they tried to secure an alliance between Quentin, his son. Um, well, I'm sorry, no. At first, it was it was it was Ariane and Viserys. Viserys dies, so backup plan. Danny has dragons. I'm going to send my son Quentin on this great adventure. He dies. He gets roasted. They have no idea about any of that. And now they're saying, all right, we don't have ears and eyes out there. I'm going to send out the sand snakes. The red viper has been killed, but he's got uh, lady Nim headed to court. He's got um, 
Tain right. uh, Sand headed to the Septa. Uh, Obara and Arya Hota are going down with Sir Palon Swan uh, to face down Dark Star Gerald Dane. It's right. pretty wild stuff going on down there, but Dorne is making its move. And um, Ariane is oftentimes her character is tempted by handsome, dark, dashing these these the young men, and that's where it's her weakness, and that's young Griff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's him, hundred percent. So when she gets there, uh, she doesn't know anything about him. She's actually going to figure out whether or not he is Aegon Targaryen. They just don't know, and that's something that that her father says to her. So legit, she's going there. There's an army in the Boneway. Uh, Ironwoods, I think is what they what they are, Yarnwood, whatever you want to call them. Um, they are there, and they're they're at. They could be commanded by her. They could be a force that is sent in behind Young Griffs. I think she's going there. I think she's going to propose possibly an alliance. Maybe they try to make strike up their own marriage alliance or something. But I think they get if they do get to King's Landing, back to Sansa, and you're Peter Baelish, and you want to make an alliance, and you know, Harold Hardy, Harry the Air does something stupid, and and uh, the Winged Knights or whatever end up going and get kill. I don't. Who knows what what could happen up there? Uh, Baelish. There could be a whole little sub kind of plot right. uh, with with the Lords of the Vale up there, and Sansa could be again freed up, and possibly they might move down and say, "Let's go to King's Landing now." It's been Cersei's out. Everyone's gone. You can see how that would be tough for Sansa. She just wants to go home. She wants to find her family and all this kind of stuff, but she's lost. She's out in this limbo. So to make her, you know, to put her in a position where she could be betrothed to, um, you know, like if you want another alliance, you've got Dorne here and you've got the Vale. The Vale is relatively untouched, right? They haven't been involved in wars. Same with Dorne. Those are two real powerful right. pieces on the board that have yet to move. So if all of a sudden they're moving towards King's Landing, and you've got Dorne coming up from the south, the Vale coming uh, coming down uh, from the north meeting up in King's Landing. Those, those are two real different regions. And you've got Sansa and Ariane vying for young Griff's attention or for a potential pack and alliance. Meanwhile, no one realizes it, but Danny is gathering a Dothraki horde coming down, setting things right in Marine, um, and, and then working her way back across, you know, uh, yeah. to, to, to Westeros. You could almost, in a, in a, in a totally weird way, let's say, let's say Sansa and young Griff get married and they take King's Landing. Uh, and then it turns into there was a lot of tension in the show between John and Sansa over Daenerys. It could turn into John and Danny versus Sansa and Young Griff. Uh huh. Okay. I'm just. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not I'm not saying. Oh, that's no. What's I know. Happening. But yeah, it's, it's but spe- we're speculating. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, you're speculating. I mean, because there's all just there's just there's so many more players in the books, and you're just like, oh, hold on a second. I mean, where you know, right. Like, because right now, I don't know what's right now. It's like, you know, some of these people, okay, they're in a step of motion, right? Okay. Young Griff is going to Storm's End. Highly, I think it's highly unlikely he dies there. So then what's his next step? Okay. Um, you know, trying to get set up for Danny. We did a big patron musing on him and Ariane Martel and Dorne and Dorne's involvement in Winds of Winter. Yeah. And we think uh, one of the big big things we say is well right now Danny is probably going to go do some of the similar stuff she does in the show which is go to Vase Dothrak mm-hmm. somehow convince them all whether she you know, kills a bunch by setting the building on fire or whatever yeah um, so it's possible you know the last known last known stuff of Danny is well she flew off at a marine 
Uh, and so it's like maybe she's gone. So young Griff may find himself in a situation. That's right. Right. Young Griff may find himself in a situation where he's trying to do this in order to set it up for Danny to come so he could marry her, improve his his position. Yeah. But he may find himself in a situation where it's like, well, I can take King's Landing right now. Yes. And if I, I, if I marry Ariane Martel. Right. And who knows about Danny? She might be dead. They and don't. That, so yes. so that sets it up. So the door is like, we're going. It's time to go now. Right. Everyone so, rushes. Right. So yeah. that's young Griff. So, okay. Young Griff, we know. Jon Snow, he's probably about to get resurrected. Okay. Yeah. Um, Stannis is doing going to do something with Ramsey Bolton, whether he wins or loses. We know his step. The only person whose step we don't know, really, compared to what the sh- where the show gave us, is like, Bran, okay, he's doing stuff. <laughs> Hodor's probably about to happen. I mean, everybody you look at yeah, and you're yeah. like, okay, I kind of see what their next step yes, is. Yes. You know? The only person who I really don't know is Sansa because it's so mm-hmm. different than the show. That's a good point. Because Sansa yeah. in the show is marrying Ramsay Bolton and about to flee with Theon. Well, yeah, yeah. Sansa does not marry Ramsay Bolton no. in the books. Uh-uh. She's in a different yeah. And She's it, in a different that place. The whole thing is different. And, and we, so we've talked before. Where do we where do we go with her? Right. There's no like the, everything that was great about the Battle of the Bastards is you had this whole thing where. I mean, it, it's Sansa getting revenge and John doesn't kill Ramsey and yeah. he leaves it up to her. And Whole thing. yeah, she shows up at the end because John makes the mistake to run for Rickon uh-huh. uh-huh. and like tries to save him and Ramsey swoops in and then she shows up at the Knights of the Vale. Right. And it's just Sansa being freaking none of know, that. just running, running the show because we don't even think. I mean, honestly, I, I, I could see. Uh, and she's the one that's pushing. She John's. She's the one that pushes John to start this war with yeah. Ramsey. Well, this, you know, the, yeah, to start right, this, right. To go to go to go fight him because he's like uh-huh. I already died once for this and like and I'm just gonna go do my own thing right like right, and right. and she's the one that pushes him and convinces he's like I'm tired of fighting I literally was just killed over this uh-huh. stuff like yeah. I mean yeah. literally was just killed, yeah, I was just killed. <laughs> over yeah, this I know, stuff yeah. and Sans is the one who pushes him he says okay so we'll do it we're gonna go take our home back and so yeah it's I mean so but it's I mean you still could have so that what's weird is intermingled in all of that you still could have. Some type of call from Sansa there to bring come back down. I mean, it could be Arya. Where does Arya enter back into Westeros? I mean, I kind of think it's the veil, really. I mean, uh, the only but, thing I can think of is they get, um, oh God, what's her name? Back. Jane Poole back, mm-hmm. right? And he then sends, like, let's say Ramsey beats Stannis. Yeah. Says, I have... I don't just have your brother, Rickon. I have your sister, too. I have Arya. And so that causes Sansa to say, well, we're going. And then maybe it's actually a flip. And you have Sansa go with the Knights of the Vale. Not that she's rushing out to do something, but the Knights of the Vale are getting smashed by Ramsay. And then Jon comes in with the Wildlings and saves the day. I see. I see. And, well, in all of that, though, for that to happen, the, the weird piece that's still there is Stannis. Right. And that's where I was saying maybe early on Winds of Winter is looking good for him. By the end, maybe he is outsmarted by the Boltons. Truly, right. he could be. I mean, because that's something that Lady uh, Barbary Dustin says to Theon down in the Crypts of Winterfell. She's, or actually, I think they're even uh, in, the, in the Great Hall, and they're looking to, towards uh, Bolton. And she's just like, that. He, he sees and knows all. He knows what's up. I mean, he basically, he knows Manderly's plotting to betray him. She kind of hints that, like, he's going to keep me close and appease me. And he's the one who's staying now. Ramsey goes out possibly to meet Stannis. He may fall back and they may still get inside Winterfell and you may still have Stannis outside the walls of Winterfell with no way to get in. 
Right. Um, and that could be really, really bad. So that's all still really weird. But I see what you're saying, though, is, is maybe Woods would if we get past all of that and you still have an issue where right. whether it's a pink, another pink letter is sent out or something. And then they're all pissed because it seems like the Boltons have uh, some of their family and they want to reclaim their home. Yeah, she could say this is what we're doing. Right. And who's going to ride with me? Who's going to support me? Like right. Because because when John gets resurrected, unless it's an, when John gets resurrect, resurrected, the hard home is, is about to happen. Yep. Well, hard home happens before in the show. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. So it's probably it's likely he gets resurrected and. Maybe Melisandre goes with him, and yeah, who knows? and then we see the first encounter of him versus the <laughs> others, and then yeah. Melisandre starts talking to John. No, you're the oh, yeah. you're, you're the real deal. And I also, was wrong. And maybe Stannis, maybe she hears that Stannis has died. Yeah, like you yeah. have you have it just happened that way. They bring back even more wildlings. It's go time. Right. And then, yeah. The just, weird thing with that is that you have. The, the pathway in which they would take from Castle Black on up would run them pretty close to Blood Raven's cave, possibly. Right. Or, like, if Bran were coming south, if he is on the run. And that's the other big thing. It's not just Mira pulling him on a sled. It's either Cold Hands is back doing something, or John does come across him or some other brothers and help get Bran south. Or they have uh, another elk. Or he can, maybe he skin changes or shifts into something. whatever. But Bran's not being pulled all the way back to the wall by Mira. Uh, it's just not happening. Well, um, Gendry, in the show, Gendry does just run, you know. Just he does. Doesn't he? <laughs> he just <laughs> takes off running. He just takes off running. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. Um, so so, anyways, yeah, like like there's there's a lot. Uh, there's so much. There is. There's there's so much kind of going on there, and we kind of bounced all over the place. But but it's what you have to it's what you have to, it's what you have to view because we're, if you go back to where we what we're originally looking at. Is the Iron Bank and the Iron Bank's at the at the wall. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> the fact that they are there and backing Stannis is what really made me think, holy smoke, Stannis may come out on top here. Right. More way, like may may even just be killed in the. La- I mean, who I just don't know. I I actually think, I think what you've been saying is that Melisandre may have a huge shift, and there may be tension then between him between Stannis and his Red Priest, right? Red Priestess, and so right. that might be a, a you know. An issue, and then he's backed by the Iron Bank, and then she's throwing all of her support behind a right. bastard. Yeah, well, know? I just uh, Ramsey. Ramsey's not. Ramsey's definitely about to not last much longer. Whether it's John yeah. or Stannis, he's 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 big. He's he's about to be gone because the the next, just like we saw in the show, the next big time player is Euron. I think Euron is the end game mm-hmm. in 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 this and. It's going to be way darker, way more mysterious. Oh yeah, he's bringing and, the magic. Yeah. I mean, that's a character. That's a character we really need to do one on. But it's like, man, it could go in literally any. It, it all. It all. You're on all ends in just oh. him being. I think the big final bad guy, um, possibly. Who knows? Even leading the White Walkers, like or or something. Dude, and I that's mean, yeah, jeez. Or becoming the Night King, or, or I mean, literally. Right. right. I think Euron is going to be the big time end game thing and that's actually so you know we used it's possible he gets a horn right and it it doesn't and it controls that the horn of winter actually can i do think i i still have been saying that the horn flip right yeah yeah. like oh no 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 they think they have dragon binder they don't they actually have the horn of winter maybe yeah and the you know what i mean and it's like somehow that you know i just think it'd be cool but go bait girl's all about bait and switch right yeah and so well and people think sam's chipped horn that he had 
that he got up there might some it some looks very normal right. might actually be the horn of winter right so, that, so yeah, yeah something, something with the horns yeah something I with the, I mean this it's the cover of the, yeah. if there's going to be something to do with the horns right and so I do love the I I do think it would be sick right is um you know in the show we got that when we get that that Theon versus uh, the Night King, right? When Theon's about to die, protect the brand. Well, if the big final villain is yeah. actually Euron, then it's Theon versus, versus Euron. Yeah, that'd be wild. Which, even if he dies, like, yeah. is just that much more epic because it's like... Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That is such a great... I mean, he is out there just, <laughs> I mean... He's slaying all those white. I mean, he is them wrecking all, them. He's wrecking them. And, and then like, he just go. charges the Night King. And then, because Bran's like, well... Yeah. Bye. Like, it's like, ah, it's Brand, so what are you doing? Cool. What is Brand know. doing? Oh I don't know, man. I just don't know. Yeah. So, so, there, so there's a lot. I mean, I actually, I guess I'll give you guys a tidbit. We did, we did a whole thing on High Tower, Leighton High Tower, and yeah. what he's doing in his High Tower, um, with with his magical book of spells, right? And what the hell is in the Citadel, right? Yeah. What is it? The Jack and Hagar and the Faceless Men want in there. Uh, Pate is is running around doing God knows what. Uh, Marwin the Mage is on his way to see Daenerys and stuff. Everything. If you're first of all, let's go back to the original thing, the <laughs> Iron Bank. Who the hell would you know to support in all of this? That see the thing is they've had to have analyzed this, and and I think really they just went to who's the you know the, the king who's still left. Rob's gone, right? Joffrey's done. You've got a little Tommen sitting up there. Um, if I were if I were the if I'm the Iron Bank, and Stannis I'm, is the last king. If I'm the, the Iron Bank. I would have backed, even though they paid you debt, to me, the person I would have backed like months ago would have been the Lannisters just because Tywin. If I'm, I mean, I'm sure his reputation, mm -hmm. and especially these guys who know probably just about all of Westerosi politics, yeah. that's who I would back. If I, like months ago, I'd be like Tywin Lannister. Well, well, he'll figure it out and he will get us the money. Now... It's tough, man, because the only thing I can think of is Varys or Littlefinger are the two real-time players, right? Um, and then Stannis. I mean, those those are your those are your three. I don't really see anybody else that could honestly win a war, dude. Wow, yeah, uh, you just hit on something pretty pretty interesting. So we don't see the Iron Bank show up. And really try to collect their debt necessarily until until, like, until Tywin is dead. Dead, yeah. yeah. So like once Tywin is dead, they start to say, yeah, they're 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 just like, getting, they're they're their oh arc boy. in this story is just getting started. Yeah, yeah. And so what I'm saying is, I, I guess you're probably right in that they say, look, the Lannisters are there, they're getting stuff done. Let's not. But once the chaos is breaking down and. Yeah, no. Tywin's gone. Well, I mean, I mean the well, imps running around. Well, I mean, look at, I mean, I mean, I mean, look at the situation you're in. So you have Robert Baratheon, and you're just like sitting there, and you're like, "This is great," because the literally the Red Keep is owing us millions and millions and millions, or however many, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. in, in Game of Thrones money, um, you know, stags or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so this is great. We'll just build up on that debt, and then they're gonna have to pay it back. Uh, yeah. And so we basically then have control over Westeros, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Huge. Then, then Robert Baratheon dies. Okay. Everything's still kind of okay. Okay. Now there's a war breaking out. Um, and so just remember it not only uh, did a war break out, uh, but a war broke out and the king who was the new king is also now Joffrey's now dead. 
Yeah. So now it's like, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, now so, Joffrey's dead right. and Tywin Lannister, who's uh-huh. like, you know, you could see is really running the show. Somebody yes. who's been around for a long time. Once was, was Hand of the King, of the King yep. where Ares made a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, is now dead. Okay, now it's time to go in. And they want to back Stannis. I mean, I that know. is... Yeah crazy i mean they yeah. go to they go to cersei and cersei's like you'll pay me back it's like okay well then we're gonna start propping somebody else up right yeah yeah i think they're just wa- i guess the, my thing is we need to watch them moving right. forward because i mean the only uh, yeah go they're ahead. gonna make alliances like yeah. if all of a sudden if stannis is beat who's next because right now everything's the un- only i mean something else an, another with scenario with the, with the iron bank's involvement is let's say stannis um let's say they let's say they they, they kill shireen right Mm. And, you know, something happens where Stannis, you know, like Battle of the Blackwater, right? Like he was, he came this close to winning and it was, you know, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I killed my brother for this. I did all this other stuff and, yeah. and they lose. Right. And then you have, you have that kind of in, internal conflict with Stannis, right? Where you have Davos being like, no, men win wars, all this uh-huh. stuff. So yeah, let's say they kill Shireen um, and it doesn't. It it just doesn't actually in Stannis's mind cause him to be able to to win. Like say let's say he beats Ramsay or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but it's with men that he's able to purchase with the because of the Iron Bank, and then you have this split between Melisandre and Stannis because Stannis is like no, like you caused me to like I listened yeah. to you for all of this stuff and what has it gotten me? I killed my brother. I right. didn't take King's Landing. Right. And now I've killed my daughter and the person I should have been listening to is Davos. Yeah. And so then, you know, Melisandre lives, but then you kind of just go in a slightly different direction because I, it's still, it's still totally possible that Stannis does something where he wants to, he and John has to go take Winterfell back from him. And another theory that we, you know, (laughs) we've been redditing and doing some deep rabbit holes on. Some people think that Stannis may actually end up, like becoming the night king. The night, I know. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, I read that and I was like, uh. well, I mean, because what happens? I mean, if let's say Stannis beats Ramsay and then Stannis, um, you know, now John, maybe John wakes, you know, gets resurrected. Stannis wins. He's got Winterfell and he goes to Stannis and he says, hey, um, you know, I've been killed, resurrected by Melisandre. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> but it's like I've been resurrected by Melisandre, and I can I can now be Lord of Winterfell, which you wanted me to be. Yeah. Yes. And, um, but first we got to go back up north and save Hardhome. So maybe Stannis rides to Hardhome, and that's where he start he like dies something happens right well and and guys i do just love the idea of the one true king right we are uh, yeah the one true king yeah yeah i got you um you just i mean it's some it's some serious rabbit hole level stuff and some serious tinfoil but you got it the problem is is even right now like toss the show out oh god yeah yeah toss toss the show out providing any sort of rough outline right yep and where we're at right now, there's still just because of literally the difference of having Lady Stoneheart and Young Griff changes absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Changes everything because yeah. there's just so many different. Like Young Griff is literally just a cat. A young Griff, Young Griff's gone. Okay, everything goes the same. And then the other one is that Sansa does not marry Ramsay Bolton, and so it's like now yeah. you have this other huge force just sitting there. I know. How are they going to get involved? What are they going to do? Where? How is it going to? Right. How is it? I mean, how is it going to move forward? It's just it's a super different dynamic 
to yeah. to figure out and then you've got Euron and all that. I mean, it's just like Right, right. I, w- I want to go back to one more thing though. You were talking and th- I'm just kind of giving everyone an insight into the craziness that is our minds right now as the last couple of days is we've been doing research and you got to go listen to the other ones because we stick on one region, one character, and we follow it through to the end. We have bounced all over Westeros and Essos, and I'm, I'm, I wanted that's to. Fine. I told you I wanted that's to. That's fine because that's, that's what give we a did. sampling of everything right. we've been, where we've been. But you have to because oh, I know it's the whole. It's, fr- it's, it's literally this person, this chess piece. Well, it's you know it causes it all. Yeah, like no, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, what does Arion's decision with Young Griff? How does that affect Sansa and and Baelish? I think it would be interesting. And who's if, the Iron Bank going to back? Well, you have to start right. looking at all of the different players involved yeah. to see okay well i mean right and we've always had Baelish versus Varys. uh Varys. so i i thought to myself how, how how the hell would we get back to that point well you've got he's got sansa you know he's uh you know Baelish has got sansa and then Varys has young griff like marriage alliance maybe and then there's all this trickery and stuff going who knows but um back to your point on stannis and him going maybe north or going to hard home i'm not so sure about that but i i yeah i just i no i know you yeah. threw it out because it's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's something a we've read potential and, scenario right yeah yeah but what that caused me to think and reminded me of is that whoever does become because we do kind of believe there is going to be a leader of the others there's gonna yeah. be someone step forward it's been put forward that there is possibly almost like a Night King essence or spirit or knowledge that is trapped inside of, like the Greenseers have what's kept them at bay, the Great Others, or the Others, is that they have their leader's hive mind or whatever in the Werewood Network. Yeah. And that someone, that they, maybe the Others, want someone to gain access to it. And that it will almost be like someone would possess John or Stannis or Bran. And they would then take on that person's... Their, their spirit, it's the idea, it's the trope that there's a an ancient evil spirit that's trapped in a jar and it gets out and it possesses somebody and then it's using that person's body, right? Right. And it's animating that person's body, but truly it's like a 3,000-year-old, right. you know, villain. And and people are like, could we see that in George's writing? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, what, when you're tapped into the Werewood Network, we just could see God knows what. I mean... And we don't quite understand. all. And that George said, powers are going to evolve. There is going to be some major stuff go down. And honestly, we see it most. We see it stirring. The storm is coming in, in Euron. And he's dabbling in magics that are that are wild, that are crazy. Which So eventually, he could get tapped into some werewood somewhere, and it could be crazy. I mean, yeah. he, he could get some crazy powers. So I don't know. That, that was another kind of thought that I had that uh, people been 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 tossing around. Um because the long night's coming. Yeah. The long night is coming. And and when we say the long night, we mean like not just over Winterfell. The way it's described 10,000 years ago is that it was a night that covered, I mean, every, like, Everything. like a Shai reports it, right? Essos right. reports it. Like everywhere in the history books, they report this great event. It's kind of like what, you know, when George is thinking about that, you're thinking about the great flood, right? Why is it that all these different ancient civilizations oh, reported? Man, let's a, not go down that <laughs> route <laughs> reported right now, a flood. But, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like across right. the, when you look at it, you're like something Absolutely. something happened. Yeah. happened. And so go to the Matt, go to the Matt show. If you want to hear us talk about that. Yeah. Because we, talk, we do. We yeah. do. We do. It was something and that we, I referenced it, uh, I think last episode or it was definitely in a, in the Patreon musing. Uh, LML, Lucifer Means Lightbringer, and Quinn's Ideas have been doing a great job. I want to give them a full shout-out because they do a great job on the YouTube series, um, and I'm loving what they're doing over there. 
And something I had never heard, and so this is why I'm giving them this cred here, is LML talk about how the wall could come down. And you've said a horn blowing and things like that. He's all into astrology, that that uh, comet coming down, symbolism, mythology, and stuff like that. What would cause an event that would bring on a long night where it covered the, the world in the darkness for a generation? Now... I believe that story is just exaggerated, and it wasn't nearly that. Right. There could have been some, like an eclipse or something, and then it just got right. kind of ballooned up. And over ten thousand years, you can see how a story would get, you know, exaggerated. Um, but if you're being literal about it, and you think that's going to come again, he believes that there's going to be like a moon meteor or another meteor that's going to come and hit the wall, and it may then propel us into a long night. And I'm like, what the heck? And he has a whole series on it. I'm like, how? How do you have a whole series on that? And I started watching and I was mesmerized. I was like, this is nuts. This is the level. And then people, when they go to give, you know, I mean, the, the, all the cred goes to George, who is writing a series in such a way that it can be taken in so many different ways. And there's so many different things that could happen uh, in it. He's got layer upon layer upon layer built in. Let me use one more example. Can we give the, I want to give them one uh, more example. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Matt came across a quote the other day from the ghost yeah. of High Heart. And you set everything down and you said, you looked up and you said, are you ready to record? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what did you find? What is, what are you doing over there? And the, in, in this series, I just, I guess I'm going to highlight, we'll finish with this. I just want to highlight the layers that we have in the series. The ghost of High Heart has dreams, speaks prophecy, Gives uh, Lem and, and, and others there, Beric Dondarian, quotes and Arya, comes across Arya, and, and basically prophesies and foretells the Red Wedding. And people stop there, and they think that's all it is. Is that earlier in the book that she's introduced, or whatever, um, even though she's referenced earlier, comes, shows up, and when we meet this individual, uh, talks about the Red Wedding. Everything that she says, people are like, well, look. There's correlation, correlation, correlation there. We, we, we got it. It's figured out. It's done. Put, put like literally cap it. We right. don't need to cover it anymore because we've moved past it in the series. To your point, And one of the musings that we did, you said, we don't have winds of winter. We don't have the last two books. What is, if you go back and look at the old prophecies, or you look at things that we've seen that have been prophetic. Is there something that it looks like, okay, like, yes, a lot of what, is said there references the red wedding, but could it reference things we have yet to see that have yet come true or we've yet experienced in the series. And the line that you read was that, um, the ghost of high heart had heard, forget how it went, but, um, it's like, it's it, the clangor. It, right. And it's, it's talking about such, it's, it's something about like such a clangor. Um, there were bell, there were, um, there, there, there were, horns. There, there were horns and chimes and all right. of these things. But the saddest part was the little bells and everybody thinks, oh, okay, well that is clearly jingle bell, jingle bell, right? Yeah. This, the fray, this, who, this fray who's, he's, you know, he's like, yeah. and then Catelyn picks him up and right. He just gets Slits killed the whole thing. Yeah. But the, the, the and then we did a huge, we did a, literally an entire musing on that. Um, and to, and to that point I said, I don't know, man, I think, you know, one of the things we, you and I didn't even, nobody literally noticed until, season eight episode five and then with an episode called the bells it's just how many times you hear the word the bells in danny chapters yeah right 
And I mean, it's a pretty big deal. She, in the in the show, she literally hears bells ringing, and instead of saying "I've won," she reflects back onto "I am the dragon, I am the dragon." I mean, she doesn't say that, but yes. yeah, we, we see this look on her face. And then what does she do? She literally torches the city. Yeah, and it's because she hears bells ringing, and the episode is called "The Bells." And then we're because we where we were in our reread at the end of Game of Thrones is like, wow, dude, hold on, the bells. Danny heard Danny did this in the bells. So we did this big musing. Um, and we go through, and we're just like, oh my god, dude! Literally, like, if you type in the bells in a search of ice and fire, which <laughs> yeah, is a do it. big search engine, every almost, I swear to God, every Daenerys chapter, uh-huh. and it's like bells and bells one. in Khal Drogo's hair, bells in her hair, She's getting ev- them. over yeah. and over and over and over right. and over and I mean, you can keep going, just yeah. by, I mean, over. Uh, go again. look it up, guys. Every it's pretty chapter. crazy. And so I thought, you know, what's to say that that's not like a similar event that we see in the show where she destroys something. And then it's like, you, wow. Uh, that's the saddest sound. And there's literally one. It, there's literally one with Danny where it says like the it's like the clanger. It says the clanger created the clanger. Like, clanger. And they go yeah. they go back and forth. So, so yeah, like, the word a, choice. And there's other things, too. And you know, the, the crazy thing is that with that theory, right, is, um, you know, later the next time she talks to somebody is. So first of all, her first prophecy she talks about the red wedding the second one she talks about the red wedding then she uh, air quote red wedding potentially right then she talks about what we think is sansa kicking um robin's castle over right yeah yeah like in in his his castle made of snow okay right right. uh but what's to say it's a giant kicking over well she says the maid right and and then so i think it's it but then the next one she talks about is when she talks to Arya and she says you know like i want nothing to do with you i gorged on grief at summer hall and it's like hold on a second so this woman, who was literally at an event at Summer Hall in which uh, they're trying to bring back dragons, and we're also like celebrating the birth of Rhaegar Targaryen, mm-hmm. right? Like a baby's about to be born. Yep. And you know, there all these Targaryens and the maids and mm-hmm. handmaids and everybody that's in this building dies. You know, a young um, Dunk and Egg. egg yep. You know, er, potentially, right? right. We don't, but you know, certainly as far as as far as we know. All these people die in this in this terrible fire, um, and to her, a like random, uh-huh. you know, like you know, purse jingle bell is the saddest thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. And again, how would that be the saddest? If, uh, yeah. Thing you again, and then you know, there's the there's things that Bran sees. Um, Bran sees in Bran chapter three of a Game of Thrones. He sees all these things. He says, you know, there's a man with golden armor and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and then one of the ones he sees, but who looms above them, like a man who has a hound as a face, right? Mm-hmm. When he's having that dream. But the but there's the uh, the man made out of stone who, um, you know, who's, who's behind his mask was black blood. Well, it's like we just got to that, right? Yeah, exactly. We and, just you're thinking, got and you're thinking, oh, it's just the mountain. But you don't know. You definitely don't know at a Game of Thrones or a Storm of or you don't know or oh, in a Clash right. of Kings. That the mountain. I mean, you don't even know until the end of Storm of Swords, right? When right when so the, books when the Viper, later, books later, yeah, he's showing us. Yeah, books what, later what is is, yeah. is where that comes. There's totally stuff in there that we don't that we look at and we and we say, oh, we can apply it to this. It's like a wolf howls in the rain. Okay, well, and like and you even on the wiki, you click on it and it brings you to to Grey Wind. Grey it's Wind, like yeah, but that doesn't that I mean that doesn't mean, we'll have that doesn't mean anything yeah. exactly. I mean that literally doesn't mean I know. anything. I know. 
Well, and, and so what's I think to, what's to say that summer? What's to say it's not raining outside of the cave when Hodor happens in in the books, and yeah. uh, summer happens to be out there howling, right? And let's say let's say Bran's locked in there or something, <laughs> yeah, and he's howling because he can't do anything, and then it's the and same, he's warning it, them, but no one it's, heard exactly, yeah, it's, exactly. It's it's totally it's totally the same thing. It's just you you can't you, these prophecies and stuff. It it's a, you you have to wait until it's over. Yeah. To really start being like, okay, where does this tie yeah. in? Where does this, where does this tie? In? And so we get, so the, the point I want to make is we get so caught up in, let's look at everything, you know, and then we also have, and, and try and like forcibly try to tie it onto something because we don't have the whole story yet. So we have to go upon it. And then also we are so saturated by the show that we think, okay, here's an outline. Here's a rough outline. Um, and I think that's, I think I, hundred percent think that's fair and valid because that's all we have. Absolutely. Right? We only have the show. So yeah. we love to speculate on it because I think you, sh- it, I think it is a very good basis for an outline, but not everything's set in stone yet. Okay. That's all, no. all I want to say. No, exactly. So, so uh, I guess I'll, yeah, that's where on that point. Well, I promise you we're going to wrap up here. The, um, is it sad that Jingle Bell dies yes is he an innocent yes is it is it terrible is it a terrible sad moment for catlin yes but is there a like the little bells didn't say i mean it's just like what could that mean it could mean him and it could mean danny at the end hearing like the little bells in her hair or whatever it may be so so there's that you also have this whole thing waking dragons from stone Mm -hmm. and then we one of the things that we, that we were talking about is that you have, and we had a raven about this uh, just a couple weeks ago, which is the idea that pro- possibly Shireen Baratheon is, you know, she has the gray scale, the stone, the stony face, right? If you sacrificed her to right. wake Jon Snow, you would be waking a dragon from stone. Well, in the whole Azor High thing, salt you and know? smoke, I mean, we've been trying to <laughs> yeah, right. pin I, every salt and smoke on ev- literally every character. Yeah, right, exactly. So so just I guess that's the thing. It's like it's why it's so cool to kind of just keep looking at it and keep thinking about all of the different possibilities and stuff and 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 continue the speculation. So we want to know your guys' thoughts, though. We definitely want you guys to send us a raven on these things. We have probably, I think, 10 or 12 ravens sitting right now. Um, that we've been, as Matt's been on uh, vacation, he's back here in Ohio. We've been kind of just doing the musings. We've been getting uh, getting around to like uh, kind of recording ahead on the podcast mm-hmm. and things like that. So we've got Ravens. We're going to feature those on YouTube as well. We're really excited about that. But if you guys have thoughts on this Winds of Winter predictions or you want to take things in a different direction or you want to get real crazy uh, on a, on a you know, character story arc, go for it. Send it to us. We will entertain it. We read everything. And uh, we're, we're willing to see how possibly it could work or try to try to make it work, I guess. Absolutely. So, all right, guys, with that, hey, we want to do um, – I don't have my script in front of me as I'm, I'm – Well, we want to – I'm blanking. We want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. We, we, we want to thank you for putting up with our music. <laughs> <laughs> we want to – yeah, for sure. So next time, though, we will be back with uh, chapter – I think it's 32, Sansa, Sansa 3. 3, yeah, of, of A Clash of Kings. And like I said, we'll be covering some Ravens and fun stuff there. So, uh, but yeah, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a Raven at btkcast at gmail.com. We will see you next time. And remember that winds of winter is coming soon.